This is WHUP LP Hillsborough. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Today's show is interesting because it goes in three directions that I can discern. One of them is a surprise to me because after Pet Sounds and after Smiley Smile and after Murray Wilson interfered in Brian's stuff, After 1967, I thought it was all done. But Murray Wilson, who was always trying to be famous and always trying to insert himself into Brian's productions and even co-wrote a song with him that appeared, I think, on Wild Honey. I don't remember. This, this is not about Brian Wilson. That's another show, Before and After. And this really isn't about Murray Wilson either, but he did discover a group in 1969 called Snow, and he made some sides with them, and they're extremely rare. They've never been put on CD or, I don't think, magnetic tape, but they're pretty polished, and a couple of the songs were actually written by Brian around that time and we'll be playing those later hopefully if we have time what was the first rap record the first rap record you could say there have been many many first rap records just like you could say there are many many first rock and roll records the first rap record to make number one if you want to call it a rap record was Rapture by Blondie who was not a rap group at all, but to their credit, in the early 80s, they experimented with a whole bunch of styles, credibly, and they were very good. And Rapture went to number one because it was good, and it was competent, and it was different. And it merged two styles together. In this case, funk and R&B and rap, which... Not many people were taking seriously, including members of the band that actually recorded the song I'm about about to play for you. Because when you're debating about which, what was the first rap record, this is something This is a song that is always in the discussion, and it predates Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang by two months, about two months. So after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about it. But first, the guy who wrote Indian Reservation was John D. Loudermilk, who had actually tried to record a few things on his own, but decided he was going to be a writer instead. And he wrote quite a few famous songs that you know, 
Tobacco Road. Then you can tell me goodbye. This little bird. And I just said Indian Reservation. But he is the person who discovered the Allman Brothers. And they weren't called the Allman Brothers at the time. He saw them for the first time in 1966. And marveled at the fact that these guys who were so young were a so good and B appeared to be living this lifestyle. They weren't just guys in suits. They weren't just musicians who took this on just for kicks. They really were the real deal from the get. And they were discovered by this John D. Loudermilk who came into a club saw them and that began their ascent to fame and led to many many other things which i like many of things i i don't like including one of a married share i still have a problem with that and the fact that they recorded an album which is a bigger problem for me but anyhow we're talking about the origins of rap rapture was the first song to go to number one that had rap in it the first number one album to go to number one was licensed to ill by the beastie boys but the first pure rap song to go to number one do you know what it is any guesses the first pure rap song to go to number one so here's the almond joys they call their band the almond joys
the left leg out, the right leg in, say the hustlers out in the rockets in. By the code of folks, my was at your door when you wondered who it was. And you started to shake and shiver, so I said it was me, your little old cuz. I said to open the door, it let me in. I rock you so good, you want it again. I rock you so good, you heard bells ring, they went a ring, ding, dang, a ding, a ding, ding. Ring, ding, dang, a ding, a ding, ding, to the ring. Clap your hands cause you're listening to the sound of the fat bag man Ain't nothing new in what I do cause I'm doing it all just for you I'm hotter than tea, I'm sweeter than honey I'm not doing it for the money I'm sugar-coated, double-dunk, chocolate MC man I'm sweeter than the almond joy and grandma's sweet old jam I'm the modified, directified, kazinkified, kajutified, kaputified, kajutified To rock your mind, see all the time to the beat Everybody, to the beat It's on and on and on and on Like hot butter on Say what the popcorn Once you reach the top, you won't be alone. You got King Jim on the microphone. Just grab your partner, you start to swing. Cause I'm well known just like Burger King. I don't sell burgers, open fries. I'm only here to make your nature right. Just grab your partners around and round. Just grab a bottle butt and book it down. Just open up a jacket and open a bra. And dance just like at the Mardi Gras. I'm the man of action, the main attraction. The girls call me the satisfaction. I'm the Romeo, the Casanova. Here tonight, I'm going to get over to the beat. Everybody.
I love that song. Fade, fade, fade. I love that song, and I love that group. And I'm surprised, looking back, that I haven't played more Steely Dan on my show, but I'm probably going to. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities at WHUPFM.org or 104.7 FM if you're driving around Hillsboro for some reason. And that was Steely Dan with one of my favorite songs of all time, FM, from the movie, which was pretty mediocre, pretty trope-filled, but it had that great song. And what you just heard was the pre-Jeff Porcaro version. Jeff Porcaro was the drummer in... (sighs) Toto. But before that, he was an in-demand studio drummer. And you can really see why. Because once they add him and the real strings instead of those cheesy fake ARP strings, ARP strings... You can tell the song just takes off, and it's just wonderful in any context. Before that, the Fatback Band, with what some people call the first commercially available rap record called King Tim III, in quotations, Personality Jock from 1979, predating the Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight by a couple of months, although that was just a lot funkier. I didn't really like this song so much. It just sort of stays there. But if you want to know, the first rap record to go to number one was Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, 1990. Albums had preceded that, of course. His was To the Extreme. And yes, someone made me go see the movie. It was my niece's son made me go to see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Ninja Rap that he had done. He was just hanging on. But his record went to number one. You can make fun of him all you like. You can make fun of his dancing and his the fact that his breaks without his acapella breaks are hurried and they don't match the drum pattern or that it might be Queen David Bowie. It might not be Queen David Bowie. It's Queen and David Bowie. Before that, Amore Limone by a band called The Sorrows. That song was brought to me for the first time. Not brought to me, but I was made aware of that song for the first time when I was doing research on... um, Simon Dupree and the Big Sound, who are, of course, Channel Giant. And it's one of their better songs, but they did not write it. The song was written by Mike Hogg, who was in Manfred Mann. And he wrote the song, and originally it was called, oh gosh, what was it called? Um... I can't remember what it was called, but the song was covered like three or four times. Oh, it was called Each and Every Day. And I'm going to be playing it later on if I have time. Manfred Mann, then going into Manfred Mann, 
phase three or something like that. And this Mike Hogg wrote a lot of songs for the band and in general. This is why I'm not invited to parties. And before that, the Almond Joys Come Tomorrow, which was this, which was a song by the Yardbirds. So I know that the demo happened in 67, 68. I am not exactly sure, but just a demo, just a demo that they were doing. And it's very good. And their professionalism and their prodigy shown through even in that probably pretty sterile and hopeless setting. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides Orphans and Oddities. Onward we go with more interesting music from me to you, if you have the patience for it. Much like my love. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you.
I don't know what it is about Freddie Cannon, but I just find him fascinating. He's still alive. He's still out there. He's like 85, but he saw it all. He had three top 10 hits, 60 and 61, but he just kept going. And some of his records, like the one I just played, well, before his unfortunate cover of James Brown from 1965. He did this a couple of times in his career where he would do a medley of his own hits, either to remind people that he recorded these songs as if we could forget, or because of copyright or royalties or mechanical stuff i don't know so that was charged up turned up rock and roll singer on nine in from 1970 before that rock and robin from 1971 and you'll notice papa papa's got a brand new bag came after the james brown rock and robin came right after the jackson five and she loves you came right after the Beatles, of course, and the way he says the word her, <laughs> I just, I just, there's something interesting about Freddie Cannon. I don't know what it is, but I, there's one song of his that I have to get and I got the instrumental version off of YouTube, but I couldn't get the real version. He did a disco song in 1976, I think called Sugar. And I gotta get it. My birthday's coming up. And I gotta get it. I'm gonna get it. I don't know how. Anyway, this is D Sides Orphans and Oddities on WHUP FM 104.7. My show lives in perpetuity on dsides.podbean.com. No dashes. Dsides.podbean.com. And you can hear all my shows. Both of you. So do that for sure. I don't know what's coming up now, but.
Watch out, sleep on you. 
I just learned how to roll a boogie. Now roll a boogie is all I do. So if you want to party and dance with me, you better bring your skates with you. Charlie Check out my good and plenty. Charlie Ain't I bad on my roller skates? Charlie I said check out my good and plenty. Cause I'm plenty good. I can't wait to skate. die 
Can you bury me deep? Just leave my roller skates on my feet. Put my skate key in my hand. The death eight track on my back. So you remember when we were playing that uh, Fatback song, King Tim the Third? That was King Tim and a single that he had done in 1980 called Charlie Says. It's fun. Nothing wrong with that. Early disco was, or excuse me, early rap was just guys bragging and talking to people about dancing and stuff. This is... WHUP LP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal, and that was a pretty interesting set, if I do say so myself. Even if I'm just programming for myself, I don't care because it's fun. Fun. So, King Tim with Charlie Says. Before that, Keith Hampshire from Canada with his version of Daytime Nighttime, except for it's spelled differently. It's Day Dash Time. Nighttime being one word from 1972, reached number five on the Canadian charts for what that's worth. And he had a few hits. And as you can tell, he was a very polished personality. He sounded like David Clayton Thomas. You made me show. Uh, before that, Jay Ferguson, who was in, uh, he started in Spirit. Then he was in Jojo Gun. That's a band I haven't played a lot of. I haven't played enough Spirit, to be honest, because they rep- they are pretty good, too, back then. And his first single from 1976, Medicated Goo, which is a cover of the Traffic song, of course, as you know. No, you don't know. Come on, you're lying. Come on, come on. But his next single was Thunder Island, which went all over the place in the United States. It went to number nine. Very popular with everyone. We all loved it. It was a breath of fresh air. It was like it was kind of like Year of the Cat. It was kind of that feeling. Kind of like Lonely Boy by Andrew Gold. Sort of that feeling of pop being a sort of liberating thing. And it was very popular and very good and everyone loved it. Before that, Buffalo Springfield. I do not like Buffalo Springfield too much. I mean, a lot of people like them more than I do, but I like that song. That was the Hour of Not Quite Rain from their al- from their last album. And it was the result of an August 67 contest run by an L.A. radio station. Entrance wrote a poem to be set to music and recorded by the Buffalo Springfield. 
The prize was $1,000 plus publishing royalties. The winning entry was written by Mickey Kellen. And subsequent Buffalo Springfield anthologies of the time in the 70s didn't have that song on it because then they would have had to have tracked Mickey Kellen down and arranged for royalties and all that stuff. It was nice when it was just first recorded and someone was in the glow of having their song recorded by Buffalo. And before that, Godfrey Les, which is Les Humphreys and a fellow from Germany named Godfrey, Disco Boogie, if you couldn't tell, from 1977. Uh, unique, obscure, obscure track. Most of this stuff is very obscure. So I'm going to cheat here for a second. No, 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 no. That, that. Hang on. I don't know what this is. Hang on. Okay, I'll let it go, and I'll talk about it later. What to woman and a what to child Living underwater is something wild Fishes swimming through my head Mermaids singing, oh, am I
Machine and Flu, Siki Let's be better than she like make me on. I haven't had a stroke. This is the way the show goes. Just, I don't know what that is. I could find out, but... So I can't tell if Freddie Cannon was making fun of the flower children or he was trying to capitalize. I think he was making fun of the flower children. Run to the Poet Man from 1967, the B-side of Maverick's Flat, which I've played on the show before. My obsession with Freddie Cannon continues unabated. So... I messed up a bunch of stuff. I programmed a song that was like a long remix of the Adrian Celentano thing I play every now and then. But it's really, I'm not going to say it's bad. It's not bad. It's great. I just don't think it fits in with the show tonight. Before that, I don't know. I'll find out when I get home. But if you want me to, if you want to, you can call me and I'll tell you. Before that, Spirit from their first album, Water Woman, written by Jay Ferguson, who we had spoken about 
and won't play his hits. But that's what he was writing about. Very psychedelic. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Would you forgive me? I'm going to find out what's next, and then I'm going to talk about it. Let's find out. Yep. So, you know that Murray Wilson was Brian Wilson's father. And he was a songwriter himself. And he was a pretty frustrated one. And you can only imagine an insecure narcissist like him and unavailably, uh, excuse me, an emotionally unavailable father who tortured his children in various ways, passive aggressive, physical, psychological. But his sons still loved him the way that you love a father in the 60s. And indeed, he still co-wrote songs with his son. He co-wrote Breakaway under the pseudonym Reggie Dunbar. Didn't do anything, but I'm not sure what the story is. But suffice to say, he wasn't an enemy. He wasn't a friend. He wasn't an enemy. So you all know about the, um, excuse me, the Sunrays, when he produced the Sunrays to be a competitor to the Beach Boys and had some top 50 songs. I Live for the Sun, Andrea, stuff like that. And they opened up for the Beach Boys during their shows around that era. So you all know that. But what you don't know, what I didn't know until recently, was that there was another group that a guy from the Sunrays had turned him on to. This Rick Hen. He brought the group to Murray Wilson, said, hey, listen to this. And so Murray Wilson and Rick Hen co-produced what they called an EP, which was an extended play, which is not an album and not a single, but usually four songs, five if they're short. The Beatles did EPs, the Rolling Stones, the Hollies. Everybody did EPs. And this was an EP. And you may like it, you may not, but if you're a Beach Boys fan, you'll find it interesting and rare. And there are, in fact, a couple of songs that the Beach, excuse me, the Beach Boys actually wrote that they did. And I will reserve judgment. So let me um, bump, bump, finish up that uh, Freddie Cannon. So this is Snow from 1969.
same love that passed me by.
think of that i thought that last tune sounded like chicago meets chicago meets the free design not bad interesting and if you go to murray wilson's wikipedia page you won't even see this it just kind of exists and now it exists for you too that was snow from the Midwest, Oklahoma, Nebraska. History is not sure for me right now. But you just heard Wilderness, We're Together Again, which I, I found a peculiar cover. Cover. I don't know if Murray co-wrote that one as well, but Break Away, which was a middling hit for them. And before that, Bless Me by the band Snow, Produced by Murray Wilson sometime around 1969-1970. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. My name is Gilbert Neal. You know, I have an album coming out in July 31st. It's called Mistakes of Memory, and it's very good. And I'll play uh, some of it after that weekend when everybody's going to buy it, it's going to be number one. All those rap artists and uh, pretty sexy girls singing those crazy songs with double entendres and the songs that steal bits of other songs that make me so angry. All those songs are going to, all those albums are going to make way for me. 
I'm going to go right to number one with your help. So I'm going to tell you how to buy that album. You go to wampus.com, W-A-M-P-U-S.com. That's my record company. No, it's not my record company. It's the record company that signed me to this. So the they do the distribution and all that stuff, promotion, some promotion. And you pre-order an album, and it will be delivered to you either physically or digitally, whatever you choose. But I'm going to be promoting it because, not because of money, because honestly, you can hear it for free if you want to. But with anything, with my podcast, dsides.podbean.com, with my music at gilbertneal.com, with anything, it's not money. For me, it's not money. I don't care. But what matters to me is support, critical support, critical mass support. Having a bunch of people creating that digital blip in the world saying, this is something that a bunch of people are interested in. I don't know if it makes a difference or not, but it matters to me. And if you're listening to the show, maybe you know me and you know it matters to me. Maybe I'm delusional. It's quite sure that I am delusional, but I keep going and I keep creating and I keep doing these radio shows because I love this obscure music and I love it. I love the stories. I love everything about it. It's hard to physically craft these things for you and not know if anybody's hearing it. I have no idea if anybody's listening or not. But I still get a sort of a joy out of doing these shows and hearing this music sometimes for the first time. Like King Tim the Third, his song I didn't listen to all the way, but I put it in my show because I think it's interesting historically that the guy who did what is argued arguably the first commercially available rap song recorded one single after that just one i don't know what happened to him after that i didn't really do the research on that (sighs) but i like it i like doing it so i'm going to keep doing it for as long as i like who knows how long that's going to be i don't Do your day. 
not my fault I'm the super soul of this rock and roll I wanna put the funk in your ear hole I'll put the soul right in your soul I'll put the glide right in your stride I'll put the pep right in your step I'll put the dip all in your hip
I just want everybody to get up and check your gluteus maximi. Let's do it. Come on.
Again. 
truck I had a one-eyed mule named Sam I had a one-eyed mule I had a one-eyed mule Driving a hobus down Louisiana Driving a hobus down Driving a hobus down Louisiana Driving a hobus down
Park album release party Friday July 15th 8 o'clock at a bar named 106 East Main in Durham with Marco Marisic and Ken Ray Wildman I'm Gilbert Neal this is D-Sides Orphans and Oddities I hope you come by 1047